0: About.
1: So, uh, yeah, for April Fool's today, uh, obviously you are you said you weren't going to come to, you weren't going to get transmit tickets and all that, so uh, Liam had messaged me going, what are you thinking, do you want to get them? And I was like, yeah, yeah, well, I'll think about it. And I was like, "Ah, oh, I've spoken to Ali, we might get them. Oh, I've spoken to, oh, me and Ali have talked a bit more, we will get them. And then Liam sent me a photo of him buying his transmit tickets. And I replied, April Fools. <laughs> uh, so yeah. you're not going. No, I am going. It was a double bluff. It was a double back. <laughs> <laughs> you did the double back.
0: I see, I, I see, I I didn't follow that. I wasn't sure what the bluff was. Because I thought, are you... Because I was like, it can't surely be that you're not going and it, you're going to make him... I was flabbergasted.
1: <laughs> no, I think was the word I used. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, that will be fucking hilarious if I'm just best April fools I've made the cunt spend 183 quid to not go to a festival with him yeah
0: the April fool was the April fool itself yeah Mm -hmm. that should been obvious as well because I kind
2: of I kind of almost thought it was true based on that time that we were out for a walk and my uh, my phone showed that Dougal was like a a good mile away because (laughs) it wasn't connecting (laughs) properly and I was just like he fucking would do that wouldn't he (laughs) <laughs> like, tell me to meet him somewhere and then, and then be embarrassed. Tell mile me to away. meet him up a hill and then he's in his mate's flat down the road. Uh, so after that thing that didn't happen, I was just kind of like, you know what? He fucking wouldn't buy tickets and get me to buy tickets. He'd definitely do that. <laughs> I don't uh, know where I've got this preconception about you, Diggle. <laughs> I know, but I'll keep it. I'm
0: happy. I'll hold on to it. Well ve- how very apt did that be the first thing we talk about. Mm. Mm. As this episode is Hello everyone, by the way. Aye we aye. didn't we didn't forget.
1: We record all our
0: interactions now. <laughs> yeah, all of them. <laughs> this is the podcast portion. Hello. Um oh, don't, don't know how I feel about doing intros. We're we we i will press on we are doing the second of our two episodes that we are recording for season 3.5 of Tuna Boot well, no, nice. the buffer the, the 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 way we can have some time off but yet you still get some <laughs> ear sounds <laughs> that your brain can interpret community had the gas leak season yep. we've got the buffer season <laughs> I love it. this is the buffer season now, that's not to say that the level of content will be good. Because um, <laughs> it, it will be staggeringly mediocre, as always. <laughs> it's it's going to be... No, it's going to be worse than that. No, I'm joking. No, it's not. Oh, I don't know. I feel, I feel like I'm like a comedian on stage trying too hard and it's just not working <laughs> and I'm starting to hyperventilate. And... I don't do intros. I don't do intros for this reason. <laughs> But anyway, what we're what we're gonna do is we're gonna discuss our favourite gigs, some of our favourite gig moments, highlights, funny stories. Dougal is frozen on a very particularly sc- a particularly scary <laughs> <laughs> expression on Zoom right now, which is I'm actually gonna take a picture of it if I can, in time. That is fucking terrifying. <laughs> I don't know why it's actually not that scary, but if you look at it for for too long, it's, it's really scary. hard to
1: hold. To be honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> that
0: oh, wasn't Lord, that wasn't me.
1: Yeah, that wasn't me frozen at all. I was just uh, stuck. <laughs> I was
0: just doing a face. Well, you stayed that still for that long. Yep, it's pretty good. My, the the talents of this boy here, honestly,
1: <laughs> four years Never of landed. acting courses my friend <laughs> not, <laughs> not so much the speaking ones Carry on.
0: yeah so we're just gonna talk about our, our, just like what i said <laughs> favorite gig stories since we can't go to gigs right now presently <laughs> i thought we'd talk about past gigs and also something i never mentioned but i thought we could maybe really discuss dream gigs as oh, well
2: no. yes mm
0: either artists that are alive or like a, a dream festival lineup of yeah, of bands Alive or Dead. We should have yeah. I should have maybe mentioned that before. <laughs> but that, that's a fun game. <laughs> Give us time to prepare. <laughs> I only thought of it when we were recording the last episode which was tonight as well. Um, <laughs> but yes yeah, it's, it's a fun game to play. I played it many times with my family. Um to the point where it's kind of pointless to do it because we all know each other's answers but we still do it anyway because it's fun so that kind of stuff we're talking about live music that's the gist you know, to you guys
1: I've just had a realisation that we posted that we're not moving on to season 4 we're doing season 3.5 on April Fool's Day I really hope no one <laughs> thinks that's a half-assed
0: attempt at April <laughs> Fool's <laughs> they'll be more disappointed when it turns out that <laughs> it's not and we actually are releasing stuff that's the that's the real kick in the balls for everyone. <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck me. You. Well we'll we'll have a look at the analytics for these, these episodes.
2: Uh, I got a sponsor through by the way, unless Diggle, did you did you get any sponsors through? No, no one's contacted me. Right. That's that's good then. Um so <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so I've actually got a video chat set up with our, our sponsor, if you guys uh, want to just hold on a second. Computer sounds. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, she, she's kind of hard of hearing, so I'll lead the conversation, but feel free to jump in at any point. Uh, Alright, guys?
0: Okay, I suppose so.
2: Hiya, Babs, how you doing?
3: Oh, It's up? Is that William from the famous podcast Tuneaboot?
2: I is it is, uh, it is uh, hi uh, Babs
1: guys. This is Babs. Hi Babs.
3: Hiya. You right. Hello. How are you doing?
1: Not bad, Babs. How are you?
3: I'm all right. I'm just uh just you know surfing the internet as it is.
2: As uh, part of, part of the sponsor surfing the internet. Uh, it's got something to do with that. Why don't you tell us more about it, Babs?
3: Well, it's, you know when you're surfing the internet and you're looking for things that you want to buy, what if you had like a little app on it that got you discounts everywhere? How would that sound?
2: I I mean, I'd, I'd probably like that. What about you guys? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jim, what do you think mm-hmm. about Babs? Yeah. No. yeah. No.
3: <laughs> 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 So what you do is you install this app at the top of your browser and you click on it when you're on a website when you're buying stuff and it'll get you discounts on it it's called honey and you know like I got some banging discounts on Amazon one time when I was buying clogs
2: oh you can have have, never have enough clogs can you
3: <laughs> no <laughs> I like my clogs <laughs> And I got a banging deal on Amazon for clogs, and you can have one too if you just download Honey and install that. Get you all the discounts and all the major
2: brands of clogs. What do you guys think? Is you you Dad gone? To know
1: what I think?
3: No, I'm still here.
1: No oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> it was,
3: it was, what, what do you think about my, my pitch? It's my first time.
0: Well, the only clog I'm interested in is in a, a clog in one of your major arteries there, Babs.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Don't joke about that. But that's how my husband died. Oh, Babs, much too sorry.
1: You Eating too much I'm honey. <laughs> too much honey. Um, thanks, thanks, for, thanks for coming along, Babs. Would you Talk like you. to say... Well, Babs, <laughs> would you like to say any final words or would you like to return back into being a Monty Python character?
3: <laughs> you know what just because I can only do the one high voice <laughs> does not mean that I'm ripping off Monty Python fuck you all I hope you all die
0: alright cool that, that was uh, that was Babs see ya Babs sorry about the wishing death bone you <laughs> take it easy wow so honey that the browser extension honey is that the, br- the, the browser extension honey the browser People's extension sponsors.
2: honey yeah has apparently Kokorna Va- and Babs sponsored us
0: via Babs? <laughs> wow! You shit the door. Well, I could not. I, I could not have predicted that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's How do mate. you feel about that, Liam? <laughs> you you know what? When she told me that she'd uh, she, she'd gotten a sponsor for us because so actually Babs works for an uh, ad agency. Where they they don't produce the ads, they put you in touch with people who give ads out. So she she was up, she was supposed to be our ad agent, but I don't I don't know if it's gonna go very well, you know. <laughs> oh,
1: have we have we inadvertently <laughs> hired Babs to, to carry on appearing on our show?
2: <laughs> well, I mean that's if she makes it to the next week.
1: Wow. <laughs> <No. laughs>
0: Well, that was uh, that was fin- that was a journey. That was phenomenal. That was good, good source. Good work. Uh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: wow. yeah. I got I, I, to be honest. I, I came up with the idea of uh, Babs and then me having a discourse, and then didn't actually come up with the ad. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you asked me if I had one? There. <laughs> Yeah. I was just like,
0: yeah, I could do that. Oh, wait yeah. a second! <laughs> no, that that was that was that was good. I enjoyed that. It was different for sure. <laughs> do you want to do you want a Monty Python joke? It's not really yes, a, well, joke. Monty it's a bit,
1: joke. It's a bit. It's a bit. shit based on your voice there, but I'm gonna do it. I wouldn't yeah. take her word as gospel because she's not the Messiah. She's a very naughty Babs. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome like to, uh, <laughs> tuna boot season three 4. Five. As we've said, today we're going to discuss gigs and shit Gigs and shit Gigs and shit, yeah, yeah Well, if, if our episode's starting off with Bab sponsored us We're going to sure as hell go down that route of skullduggery Let's kick in. <laughs> <laughs> um, If you. What does skullduggery mean? I have absolutely no idea Since Jim did the intro this week I will tell you all to like and subscribe to our podcast if you could, um, we are on Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, um, Deezer. Um, we're on Acast as well, where we get quite a few of our listeners. We have things on Facebook. We have things on Instagram. We have a profile on Spotify. We have lots of things. And if you could subscribe to one of them, that'd be fantastic. If you can't, for some reason, you don't have thumbs, then we are free to be listened to by any of your pals. So ask them. Ask them to give us a listen. Recommend us to a friend. Recommend them listen to the most recent episode, maybe. Maybe one of your favourite episodes. We're all fans of Bird Week here. You could ask them to listen to Bird Week. Who doesn't like Liam saying call, you know? Let's just see where we're going to (laughs) go. You could listen to... The episode with me and Jim because you don't like Liam. You could listen to the episode with me and Liam because you don't like Jim. You could listen to the episode, get this, with Jim and Liam because you don't like me. That's fine. Just listen to one of them, (laughs) please. Thank you very much for listening to this. And now I will return you to our gigs and festival show that's starting now. That's how you do it, boys.
0: Underhand Underhand unscrupulous or dishonest behaviour or activities. Uh. That's what Skullduggery means All I know Skullduggery for is
2: uh, Skullduggery Pleasant Which is one of my favourite books Mm.
0: I read when I was growing up Mm. That was one of the first things that came up when you googled it Which is good Encouraging Read that that instead (laughs) What happened
1: there was I said a lot of words and only a few of them I knew the meaning of
0: So thank you for (laughs) looking that up for me (laughs) It was, a, it was a higher ratio than we normally have. <laughs> Jim Pramble
1: on actually, my friend
2: Dougal to to actually told me the other day that uh, after listening back to season 3 he's got a habit of just stating things that might or may or may not be true and we just go along with them so so does he yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. close facts <laughs> yeah I know that they're almost yeah, true yeah you, you, you could you can feel that yeah, like you. Well, both you, both you and Liam are good at just stating things, and then, but you can do it in such a way that it's very believable. whereas yeah. I? I'm. A, I think I'm more. I doubt. Almost. I doubt things that I know are true as I'm saying them. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. That's definitely. We have. So you. You have the doubt. You have the doubt in yourself more
0: than anything else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, first thing I think when I wake up is like, oh, is, is this it? Is this gonna be the last day? <laughs> probably alright well let's see what happens do I have to brush my teeth yeah well I don't have to but I should You well, said should <laughs> should should I you know what I mean there's like three things like, by the time I wake up by the time I get to my bedroom door I've had about a thousand thoughts none of them good none of them bad <laughs> but just like what the fuck it's like there's roadblocks in front of everything it's an absolute nightmare but life is brilliant and one of my favourite things about life is gigs so let's talk about those. Whoa, sorry. That was a segue and a half. I know, I got too honest there, sorry. Oh, <laughs> I was I was, there was that was a lovely,
1: a lovely insight into Jim's inner workings. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and if you'd like to hear <sighs> more of Jim's existential crises, we have many on our podcast, Season 2, Episode 8, Season 3, Episode 12, and Season 3.5, Episode 2. Gigs. What
0: do we think? (laughs) Oh, Gigs. Okay. We're 17 minutes in. And as usual, we've... we've, (laughs) Yes, we are. (laughs) We are 17 minutes in. And we have dived headfirst into this pool, realising we forgot to fill it with water, and now we're crippled at the bottom, slowly bleeding out, not on a clue where we're going.
2: Well, okay, I'll start it off. Don't we're, where we're, so,
1: we're in a swimming pool, we're not going far either way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> who, who wants to hear the story of when I nearly shot myself at the Weeds Music Festival? So, the story of when I nearly shot myself at Weeds Festival. This was back when I was 18 or 19, I think. And I'd gone to Weeds Festival. The headliners were Green Day, Biffy Clyro, and Eminem. Which. I very, very, very much enjoyed and I didn't really drink the entire festival I think I had like maybe two cans a day and I'd taken a whole crate with me but it lain untouched for the first couple nights and it wasn't until after was Eminem the last one? Or was it Green Day? Or Biffy? I don't know. Anyway, the last band to play on the last night that I decided, you know what, now's my time to get drunk. I've seen everyone that I wanted to see. I remember everything, so I'm quite happy with that. I'll get blootered tonight down at the wee disco in the campsite. It'll be fine. And all the guys that I was there with had all gone back to the tent by this point, so I was just talking about having a wee dance with everyone. And then I started needing the shit. And... I don't know if you guys have been to Weeds, but I got very confused with the campsite layout. It was it was very large. It was a large layout. And I couldn't find the toilets. So then I asked a couple of people, they're just like, over that way. And I'd go over that way. And another couple of people would be like, no, it's over that way. So then I'd go back that way and just end up back at the disco. And so eventually, I started running one way and had to stop and stand still and realise it was too late. So I just t- pulled down my trousers and shat on a hill. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say there was no cover, I mean there was no cover. But it was dark enough <laughs> that no one really noticed the guy by himself on the hill taking a shit <laughs> and then wiping his arse on the grass.
0: <laughs> now, did you shimmy along a few steps and then sort of wipe your arse as a dog would across a carpet? Yeah, yeah. So it was, was kind of like
2: that, but I kind of like made it look like I was sliding down the hill, so that it looked more like I'd just fallen over. <laughs> and yeah, then I had to go back and get go get a shower. Well, and that
1: was the end of my mm, night. Good sense, really, getting a shower after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a pal who was at a music. My first mu- one of my first music fests, My first team in the park, uh, back in 2011, 2012, something, The year of the Foo Fighters headline. And mm-hmm. he took Imodium to stop him shitting all weekend because he'd heard at the vascous dump of shit that the toilet was. You know, like it was it's horrible. And uh, he wound up having to go to the medical temp and get helped to shit because he'd taken too much. And that's the opposite <laughs> end of the spectrum. Shit on L shit on an <laughs> L it's shit on a hill. Don't shit get ill? That's the festival. Bottle.
2: <laughs> hey, oh shit on a hill! Shitting on a hill, but I've been better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, oh shit on a hill. Yeah, sorry, mum, and dad. Hey, oh. I don't think they know that story. <laughs> sorry, oh. the hill.
1: <laughs> what festival was it? Rockness. I mean, no Leeds. Leeds, oh, you said Leeds. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. forgot about that. That's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, festival ones are good fun. I had uh, my favourite ever thing that happened to me at a festival was um, at Rockness. And I was standing in line for the toilet, funnily enough again, all revolves around the toilet. And a bloke came up to me and say, like, uh, maybe, like, right, I could feel his belly on my back. I don't like that anyway. <laughs> but he came right up to me. Never met this book before. Never met him said since. He whispered into my ear, you're on the list, and then walked away. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only interaction I've ever had with that guy. <laughs> Never saw him again. Never saw him before. A random guy.
0: Wow. <laughs> oh, God. I love that. And see, what the thing I love most about that story is that, well, there's a couple of things. Obviously, he could have just been drunk, or I'm thinking drugs of some kind. But then that'll be something that in like three weeks after that festival, he'll have remembered that he did that, and he'll know that <laughs> there's no possible way to find you to apologise, <laughs> and he's got to carry that around with him yeah. that he just freaks someone out. <laughs> the thing that the
2: thing that's got my mind reeling is. Was it just a guy who was steaming and just either thought it was funny or meant it mm. for someone else for that? Or did you do something to mildly inconvenience him? Like, <laughs> push in front of him are, in the queue. And are he's you on like, the list? <laughs> <laughs> are you actually on the list? And what is the list of? <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you maybe like grab the pint before him and he's just like, well, I need to fucking tell him.
1: I can conclusively the list. say I was 17 at the time. Didn't have the ideas to get pints. Drew had. Drew was eighteen, so he got us pints. So I was never in the queue for pints, and there was no one around the toilets when I was there, because I was relatively to almost sober at this point. It was quite early on in the day as well. It wasn't a late one. It was like half twelve when this happened. <laughs> Set you up for your day, doesn't? it? Being yeah. reminded that you're on a list somewhere. Nice. I, wonder, I wonder if he maybe just thought you
2: were cute. That does happen. <laughs> <laughs> <It's the laughs> this would have been right pre beardescent
1: Diggle. Yeah, this would have been pre beardescent Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young Dougal. Bieber haircut. I looked like Justin Bieber. Let's not shy away from it.
2: Let's give Justin Very Bieber top. some
1: credit. Yeah.
0: Before I met Jim, that was. <laughs> Who you knew? Uh, well, you were 17 when I met you, as I discussed. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you're, you're on five, five different lists of mine. Two of them you're at the top. I can't talk about the nature of the lists, <laughs> Liam. We never talk about the I nature have, of I've, the
1: I've, lists. No. <laughs> <laughs> Next festival five. story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Are we just going to make this a, a talk about, a talk about um, festival edition? Festival and gig edition, yeah.
0: Is it, it, festival and gig edition, yeah. It, yeah. That's well, great. I've only got one festival. I've only ever been to one festival, so I suppose I can talk to you about that. Gigs talk as well. As, um, Gigs as well. I don't know. Oh, no, I, I but I've only got one festival. I don't know if I can. I suppose I probably could cover it in four minutes. Not just one happened. story from it. Really. We haven't covered much of them, you know. Yeah. Well, no, Well, I'll just okay. Well, I'll, I'll, uh, okay. Well, one funny story. Uh, probably the only funny story, really, because the rest of it was just kind of. Well, except from our pal. Beep. I won't say his name. Who, uh, who wasn't staying on site? I got two stories from this, and I'll, I'll do them quickly. Uh, well, he wasn't staying on site. He was like he had a, like a B and B or something, a little bit away, and he was just coming in every day. Which is the way to do it, by the way. If I was ever to do a <laughs> festival again that's the way I'd do it rather than camping because fucking at- atrocious but anyway he right, basically he ran out of drugs very quickly and so he was just walking about just asking people if they had drugs or not just saying alright wait how's it going you got drugs do you know anyone who has drugs but it's just so plainly and you know what I'm like I'm freaking out I'm like God, I can't, if I'm next to him and he's asking about drugs the fucking the feds are going to come the zip lines <laughs> are going to come down I'm going to be cuffed <laughs> thrown in the back of a van and I have a light in my face what do you know who do you know nothing nothing I just wanted to see the last round of puppets don't hurt me um, alright babs you know I'd mean, kind of oh, sorry that wasn't babs that was that was my genuine frightened voice I'm oh, sorry I you, not mean it don't hurt me um, but the one the, 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 probably the funniest story from that was when I got to see the stone noses mm-hmm. this was 2016 Mm -hmm. so it was when they were touring briefly and then I think they did a tour and they had a couple of singles and that was it we were we're all hoping for a third album but it never happened but anyway so when the gig started it was me and pals that I was with were like sort of in the middle four rows back which was quite exciting but as I also I needed a piss as I always do so I went to have a wee pee came back and then like the crowd had doubled in size so I was fucked so I just got as close as I could and there was also, there was a, there was a couple next to me, I had a joint that they passed it to me, and I was just like, so swept away in the, the madness of it all, oh my first festival, I mean, I'm in my, my mid-20s, my early 20s, I should have done at least five, ten of these things already, you know what I mean, but I was excited, so I was like, yeah, I'll do, I'll take drugs off a stranger, well I had a few puffs, I didn't do anything, you know what I mean, it was just it was nothing you know what I'm saying I handled it it was fine it was casual (laughs) but um, (laughs) anyway there was a point where there was a girl tapping the shoulder and I was like wow she was like you know beautiful girl and then this dress and that a dress in wellies I seem to remember and she was (laughs) like oh can I go on your shoulders and I went well well, yes of course you've picked the right man you know what I mean (laughs) I was so flattered, I was like, you could have picked anyone, you chose me, that's lovely, so I, I, I did, I got down, knelt down, she got on my shoulders, and I'll try my best to explain it, but I think you know where the story's going, I Want to Be Adored was playing and but by the time it got to the chorus, I'd fallen backwards, and now when I mean I fall, I fell backwards, there was no bending of the knee, my back was straight, her back was straight it was flat back into the mud comedy splash all around us her caked in shit well not shit but mud and stuff and I got up, I helped her up and I said listen I understand, I need to apologise to you but this may be my only opportunity to see one of the most important bands of my life so I'm gonna leave you and I just turned around and fucked off into the crowd <laughs> I just ran away. <laughs> and I said, listen, if I can if I meet and if, if I can help in any way or apologize, make it up to you somehow I will, but I like I can't deal with this now. <laughs> it just fucked up. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, and, that's uh, good. yeah, the the gig was amazing. <laughs> so those are those it. are
2: three three genuinely funny things that have happened at mm-hmm. festivals.
0: Children.
1: If it's okay, I've got one yes. more wee festival story that I think is quite funny. Just before Absolutely. we're gone. Um, Crack it in, cut it in before. So, you know when you go like tea in the park or something like that when a big group when someone fights or something a load of people run towards the fight and watch it as the police are coming in, separating it and all that. Mm. So there's a great moment and I'll give some context to this first. Me and my pal Drew used to do this thing that we called wombling which is when someone drops a full beer can on the floor you take it and add it to your stash and we used to do this a lot we used to go to festivals with no chairs and come back with four we used to be very yeah. good at it and we used to do it quite a lot so there was a great moment where there was a fight breaking out and you saw everyone everyone in the campsite running towards this fight to try and see it and <laughs> as you watch everyone running one way you just see my pal Drew legging it the other way and fucking coming back to the tent and he's like yeah I've got three crates guys we're fine for the weekend uh, I, don't <laughs> I don't know if you'll remember this
2: I don't know if you'll remember this Diggle but um, were you so last two rock nesses and I can't remember which one it was but were you in the campsite for both of them I was in the campsite for the last one. That's the only the one I went. went to. I feel like it could have been that one. Um, but at some point over the weekend, we just heard like some screaming going on. And then you'd look over, and there was this guy who was running down the hills and just diving into people's tents.
3: <laughs>
2: and he'd get yeah. back up, and he'd start running again. People would start chasing him. And he'd go to the next one and dive into someone else's tent. And we watched this guy do it for ages until the security caught up with him. But it was just...
1: Thank Christ, you wouldn't oh. want that to be your tent, would
2: you? I know. Well, imagine being
1: in it. Yeah. <laughs> when uh, it some, happened. Like, you know, there's some people, and I don't condone what me and Drew did. I don't condone it. But, you know, there's some there's some things that are more harmless fun at these festivals as opposed to theft and, um, what is it, breaking breaking and entering, essentially, into a tent. Well, breaking without <laughs> the entering. But like we've, got... you know, there was a good, <laughs> there was a good moment at a tea in the park, a good moment at a tea in the park where uh, a bloke just randomly started singing opera, in the middle of the fest, in the middle of the campsite, and fuck me, it was, unreal, so good, and we we're all just standing there listening, and then all of a sudden you get this wave of, Way! ah, because it was so fucking good, um. That's probably, that's a that's a good favourite one. Another one I went zorbing without the ball, which was quite fun. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I was pissed with uh, the guy, the lead, uh, going back to our first episode of tune about. remember the band Van Ives? Mm-hmm. Uh, the lead singer from them, me and him, got a wee bitty drunk and decided it would be a good idea to just jump into the zorbing pool and go zorbing without the zorbs. <laughs> so we did that at fucking two in the morning. it was quite fun (laughs) good memory cold good memory
0: (laughs) wow
2: so that's many good funny stories of festivals Uh, why don't we move on to something a lot more cooler something that uh, has happened at any gig that you've been at that you've been like this is why I fucking love music
0: yeah okay well I can can, I'll do another festival one Mm hmm just because I've only been to one festival as I mentioned previously but um, when everyone else went to go see Faithless mm-hmm. I went to go see Jake Bug by myself because I'd never seen Jake Bug before and none against Faithless but I was just like fancy going to see what seeing what JB's got to sing about yeah um, <laughs> yeah why did I have to make that bit sound cool? I didn't. Just I went to go see Jake Park. I went to go bug out with the Jakester, right? Um, so I was there. And then, uh, the drummer from the Red Hot Chili Peppers just came out unannounced, sat at the drums, played one song and fucked off. Like it was the coolest thing ever. Just came in, did it, shook his hand, left. I was just... Like, that's
2: yeah. fucking
1: cool. That is cool. You
0: know what I, mean? I mean? Obviously, they would have pre arranged that. He didn't just like kick the other drummer off. The fucking <laughs> thing. Just said, right, hey, I'm doing this one. But it was just a really cool, slick, no word said <laughs> sort of thing. And I was like, I think that's that kind of thing is like the closest we'll ever get. I'll ever get to you know, like a great rock and roll story. And it's not even that good a story, really, but you know, like. No, that's a pretty see, fucking damn good story. Mm. It is a good story, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, I don't mean to harp back. Well, we are harping back, but you know, like you think about times where you'd have, you know, Freddie Mercury would come on during something, you know what I mean? You know you know what, big merging. I don't yeah. know what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, obviously we missed all of those sort of iconic moments, <laughs> none of which I can actually recall specifically. But that was like... <laughs> That was as close as, like, that's my closest thing to, like... Well, no, it's not, actually. It's my second closest, but I'll, you guys tell some more stories then I've got another one. <laughs>
3: actually,
0: um... no, what I d- Yes, sorry, stupid thing to say. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a really good story.
2: Cover up. Okay, right. I'll... We'll do, we'll do Tune a bit, then. The story a bit. <laughs> uh, so good few years ago now I came down to Glasgow to see two gigs within the space of two weeks so it was two trips two separate trips and um, the first one was Mr GX which was a phenomenal gig and it was the first time I'd seen them since I was it was since the first time the uh, first time I'd seen them since the first time I'd seen them and by that point the I was a massive time. massive fan second time yeah that's the one <laughs> 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 um, Noor, and so yes <laughs> So, uh, it was the last night of the gig, and at the end, they were just like, uh, oh yeah, if anyone wants to uh, go out for a pint afterwards, was the last tour of the gig, ten years since this album came out, let's fucking get it, uh, get Rowdy, and I was just like, you know what, this has got to be one of the best things that's happened at a gig that I've seen, like that's, that's so cool that they want to come and uh, chill with us afterwards, I couldn't chill with them because I had to go back, uh, back to the flat I was staying at so that I could get the early train in the morning. And then two weeks later, I saw Cage the Elephant and Matt Schultz. The, uh, I can't remember which song it was, actually. could not tell you. It was on the Tell Me I'm Pretty tour, which I, I love that album. I went back to it recently. It's so, so good. But during one of the songs, he started walking over the crowd and everyone's just holding them up. And he goes to the back of the venue and holds up his hand and people from the balcony pull him up, and he just starts singing and hanging off the balcony at the same time. Mm. And I was just like, "That's fucking rock and roll. That's cool as fuck."
3: Mm. Mm.
2: Matt Schultz is, mm. for a guy that has done a lot of drugs in his life, to then become sober is still just fucking mental.
0: Well, you've got an interesting thing that he that he said about that that you told oh. me.
2: Yeah, it's been. A- <laughs> yeah, so Matt Schultz actually um, got clean round about the uh, round about when his uh, child was uh, born or conceived, one of the two, and he. After that, he was still performing on stage, and people were just like, "Are you you definitely not on drugs now?" And he's just like, "No, but that feeling getting up on stage and just being that mental is just beyond anything else, and he just feels it every single time." and you can see it in his performance So yeah. like if you watch any of their, their live gigs or that he just mm. absolutely just fucking loves going mental on stage yeah. doesn't need anything to fuel that just the music
1: 100% yeah. the same story with James Graham from The Twilight Sad he does yep. that, he dances like he's on ecstasy but he's not and he's not been since, funnily enough, his kid was born <laughs> so like pretty much the exact same story, he's phenomenal um, yeah Cool. One of the coolest things I ever saw at a gig was when I went to see Reverend and the Makers. Long-time fan, me, of Reverend, old Reverend, Revs. And um, the gig was finishing, they'd done a wee encore, and John McClure, the, the Reverend, as he's known to his fans, <laughs> Is he not came... The Simpsons? He, well, no. Um, he's a real person. He came up to, uh, he uh, went up to us and just sort of went, right, follow me. Took his acoustic guitar, went out into Glasgow. It was at the old O2, was it the O2 ABC, the one that burned down? Yes. Yeah, that's the one he was at. And he went there, went out the front door with everyone from the gig following him, wandered around a street corner, stood on top of a bin and played three more songs. Just with an acoustic guitar mm. in the middle of Glasgow on the street on top of a bin, basically, and I'm sitting there going, "This is a one of the most rock and roll things I've ever seen," and b <laughs> how fucking cool, how cool to just be in this crowd, you know? We're all there singing along with it, and it's like, because Reverend and the Makers when they do a headline gig, you get the, you know, the proper fans who know them inside out, and I've got a couple of pals here like that, and ah, oh, it was out of this world, awesome, awesome stuff.
0: That's phenomenal. Yeah. That's cool. All right. So the most rock and roll thing I ever saw <laughs> <laughs> after the second most was when I went to see Primal Scream at, in the Princess Street Gardens in 2019, which was my big year. I've been lo- looking up at my, well, poster with a lot of my gig tickets in it. I was just thinking 2019 was my big year for gigs. I, th- I sort of made up for lost time that year. Mm-hmm. I was going to at least one a month, I think. Well, maybe not one a month, but more than I had done. So Primal Scream were being supported by Johnny Marr of the Smiths. You know, that on its own is fucking mental. Yeah. Because, like, that that as a package is crazy. Because you think, like, the Smiths and Primal Scream is, like... Obviously, it'd be different if it was the whole band. But, like, they're basically kind of on a different genres, different departments of music if you like but <laughs> the same level yeah. you know what I mean so the very fact that it's just Johnny Marr even though I prefer I lean more towards Johnny Marr's solo work as I've said on the podcast before mm-hmm. but you know him on his own isn't as big an entity as like as the Smiths would have been yeah. but it's still a weird one because it's like but it's Johnny Marr and he's supporting Primal Scream but I, like, well, I love Primal Scream but he's... anyway it's an interesting dynamic anyway he came out and did his set I was fucking mind blown. And uh, it was one of the few gigs, one of the two gigs I ever went to on my own. And when I went in, I'd brought a poncho with me. And it started to rain as we were walking in. And I put it on. And I couldn't quite get it to, like, it got kind of stuck on my shoulders and that. And then there was this couple behind me. And the woman helped me and pulled it down. And she went, I wouldn't want you looking like a twat, would I? as if to say I look like a dick in my poncho (laughs) cut to an hour later it starts pushing it down and I mean like biblically fucking end of days raining and I saw her and her husband walking past me and her husband just gives me a little nod up as if to say you were right (laughs) (laughs) who looks looks the cunt now (laughs) Ah, exactly so there was that and also (laughs) because it's weird because the Prince Street Gardens is like it's, it's not really like a it's not set up to be a venue really but they've yeah. done it quite well but they had the little um, golden circle thing but I mean I, you didn't really want to be in there because you were all crammed and sort of squished in so if you were what I was was kind of perfect just off to the left up at the back it's higher up clear line of sight mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous but I was surrounded by ecstasy taking Glaswegians mm-hmm <laughs> Uh, at one point one of them just kept shouting fuck Paul Weller which I took offence to I was like well I know I could see how good a time you're having and I know how good this is but rein it in or, I will, or, or we, will, we will come to blows sir you know? we will come to blows mm-hmm. perhaps even fisty cuffs if it comes to it oh, anyway James. Anyway, no, but they were they were all lovely. They were they were taking their t shirts off and jumping about in the mud and the rain and everything. They were having a great time, mm. you know. Good luck to them. But anyway, Johnny Marr finished, and primal scream kicked off and then it was in that you know that beautiful thing that happens in a gig where it starts off still sunny and by the time it ends it's dark. Yeah. So you have that transition where you have the like the light changing and everything. It was just it was weird because I was there on my own and I was like. But, like It was the first time I'd ever went to giggle my own. Or maybe it was the second time, I can't remember. But it's a weird experience, that. But it's brilliant. And then we, you could see um, the Prince Street Castle as well, just above you. And there was fireworks going off. I don't know if that was for a separate event or what, but that was happening. I was just like, fuck me, this is brilliant. And then at the end of the Primal Scream set, Johnny Marr came out and played the guitar on the last three songs. Which was Rocks, Loaded and Country Girl and if you know anything about Primal Screen oh. those three songs oh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. are like they are like the they are the, the top fucking anthem and Johnny Moore played, just played the guitar on all three of those tracks and I was shrieking like a fucking <laughs> baby, I don't even know how to describe it, I looked more swedged than the fucking Eki guys <laughs> <laughs> I, was just, I just I couldn't believe it was happening I was like no surely not fuck <laughs> hey, mate wow. and honestly just and it was I took a couple of 40s in that but I didn't want to be out of the moment mm. but I remembered this, and this is a horrible thing I get when I'm watching gigs I get mm. this horrible feeling of this is as good as life gets and it's gonna end soon <laughs> you know what I mean so I know why yeah. certain people chase that feeling of gigs and will follow bands around the world and yeah. spend you know thousands of pounds. I kind of I wouldn't do it necessarily, but I do understand the impulse because when you're there, like that is this is what life is yeah, not geared towards. This is the yeah. point. Yeah. So it's a, it's a horrible feeling as well when you realise that while it's happening. Yeah. You go, oh <laughs> fuck! This is gonna end soon. I don't want it to end. <laughs> oh. Turn a bit. Skip skip the motherfuckers.